Welcome and howdy to all 11 of you to the next exciting rendition of Howlin' with the Wolf. This is Riding with the Wolf, and yeah, I think we're just going to have a good old bitch fest about women. Oh, women. I swear. I don't understand them. I love them. They're great. I can't live with one, and I can't bury them in my backyard. Um, got in trouble for that one twice already. But anyway, no, I didn't. In case anyone's actually wondering, nobody knows what sarcasm is anyway these days. Man, three women on my mind today, and they're all fictional characters. Beth from uh, Yellowstone. Wednesday from... Wednesday, and Brittany Greyer, who we're not even sure is a woman. Well, we'll start with that one because that's the shortest. Good God, are you serious? We just traded the, what, what do they call them? Like the armsman of death or the death dealer or something like that? To Russia, we traded a major arms dealer and gave him back to Russia so we could trade for Brittany Greyer, who's a dude that is on the women's basketball team that disrespected our country, knelt for the national anthem, hates the U.S., but what they do is they came back crying because they wanted saving because their dumbass took a weed pen over to Russia, completely not even caring about their laws or how things work, and it just, you know what? He, she, it, they, them needed to just rot in that prison cell. And I hope it's exactly like Stranger Things, you know, where it's like Kamchatka, where they, they got like dangerous beasts and they get beaten, whipped every single day. Just makes me sick. But, you know, that's that's the state of this country and the state of this world right now. We'd much rather save that than any of the Marines held captive or, you know, anyone else. Sure, we could have traded literally anybody else. I saw a meme that basically said that would be the uh, 2004 equivalent of trading Osama bin Laden for that pink-haired soccer player. Like, why? How does that benefit America to have her back? Well, I tell you what it does, is it benefits woke people and left people to keep voting for a country that's doing things like this to protect their kind. Not realizing that they're not a self-sustaining, proficient, productive kind that's going to keep the country running. They're just going to keep running it into the ground. Just absolutely makes me sick. Even if I didn't like lefties already or woke people already, I think a lot of people are looking at that like, wow, that's fucking wrong. Well, whatever. Man, you know, I finished all of Wednesday, the Adams Family show on Netflix. I finished all of that all on Wednesday when I was hungover. Just sat there and watched it. And you know what? I, I'll say, first of all, I love it. I think it's great. I loved Sabrina when that was out and was sad that that was over. So this is a happy replacement. I heard it's already got renewed for a second one. Uh, the Tim Burton episodes were obviously the better ones, and the rest were good, but you could tell the first four, I think, directed by him 
were really good. And I'm not like a, you know, Tim Burton to file where I, I like, you know, snob his nards whenever it's, he puts his name on something. But like, it just was better storytelling and a great introduction to the characters and the family and sort of expands on stuff which focuses on Wednesday as opposed to, you know, the ultimately hot Catherine Zeta-Jones who plays a great Morticia. Like, that's just... It's perfect. Loved it. Um, yeah. The only problem I have with it now is all sorts of women and even guys and people that identify as whatever the fuck they are these days they're all posting memes and pictures and cartoons and all sorts of stuff saying how they relate to Wednesday and how Wednesday is their hero and how it aptly describes their uh, apathetic look towards life and how their uh, can totally relate to their autism because of how Wednesday is and I'm like oh my fucking god of course you did you took another fictional character and you're gonna dissect it and pretend to relate to it as an excuse for your stupid ass behavior why why do people do that they're doing the same thing with Beth but that'll be a long rant uh I, I don't understand it. Wednesday is a character. It's a fictional character. I did not at any time in my childhood pretend to puke on a teacher because Papa Shango possessed me. Not once. But I liked The Ultimate Warrior and The Undertaker and wanted to model some of my darker essences after them and Jake the Snake and all that. But did I believe that those characters were real? No. And if I did in some way, did I blame it on some self-diagnosed problem? Like, come on. And then the difference between the two characters with Wednesday and her roommate, who's like a, you know, rainbow, super colorful, uh, unicorn werewolf chick. Uh, they're like, oh man, this is, this is like the perfect balance of my ADHD and my autism. Give me a fucking break. Did you know there's people with actual autism and actual ADHD that would be looking for help and looking for uh, acceptance and a reason uh, to enjoy a character without all these phony balonies getting out there just every time they see somebody? Oh, I relate to this person now. Oh, I relate to this person now. Can't people just say, yeah, it's an awesome character. Man, how crazy is that? But, you know, it's funny. I've met a lot, a lot of Wednesdays in my life. And, unfortunately, none of them were uh, hot little goth chicks. They were all just... Back in uh, the MySpacian era, they liked to call themselves broken butterflies. That, that was the catchphrase back then. And they had some daddy issues or a boyfriend that broke up with them. And we're not even talking anything major, like no rape, no uh, molestation, no abortion, no child loss, nothing like that. They just were depressed, listened to My Chemical Romance, had a bad breakup, and now they're a broken butterfly. And because of that, they had this Wednesday attitude where they all, they didn't answer a single question they did the holier-than-thou blank stare, 
and they did respond occasionally with extreme sarcasm, brutal wit, and honesty that just makes you want to smack them upside the head. If anybody ever talks to me like Wednesday does, or Beth, or any of these other people, like, I would laugh in their fucking face and belittle them till they cried. I'd turn a woman back into them, I swear to God, like that feminist that was trying to uh, talk shit at the comic convention. And just, I don't like when people call me baby or chicky or hey, come. Well, first of all, no one under 70 calls anybody chicky anymore. So that shows your age right there, toots. And I just calmed her ass down. I was like, yeah, that's belittling. I would never call anybody babe or anything like that. You walk by my booth, I'll be like, hey, sugar tits, what's up? And bitch blushed and was flirting with me the whole rest of the weekend. Like, that's that's how you handle those people. They're so walking on, uh, want everyone to walk on eggshells around them, but the minute that you don't and call their bluff, right back to being a feminine. Fuck, or right back to being female, I should say. <laughs> God. Yeah. Wednesday. What the fuck is wrong with that little shit? Wealthy family. Dad's a little ugly and creepy, but loves his mom or his, her, her mom, his wife, whatever. And she just absolutely hates everything. She's one of those, and you know those types. They always think the world's out to get them or something happened. And uh, that's why they are. And now they just use an excuse to be an absolute dick to everybody. Well, that's not acceptable. And what happens is that's a snowball effect. Uh, No, I'm not talking about the thing you shouldn't Google. I'm talking about... If you're mean to somebody, that person's going to be in a bad mood. And then that person is going to be mean to someone else, which causes them to cut someone off in traffic and piss off three more people, which they in turn cut three more people off in traffic. And six ways of Kevin Bacon later, you've got an aggressive uh, road rager on the freeway that pulls out a gun and shoots somebody. All because you're an apathetic little bitch. And it snowballed downhill. Now, again, I love the character. I think it's fun. I think it's fantasy. But people can't separate fiction from reality anymore because they grew up in a world of reality shows and everybody's life showing up in 10-second reaction videos on TikTok. Um, It's just a, a super sad world right now. And I hate that these things are so popular because Sabrina had that wit. If you watch the Sabrina show, she absolutely had that same wit as Wednesday, but at least she was nice about it. She didn't hate men. She didn't hate the world. Uh, she didn't use everyone as an example for their bullshit. Like, uh, Sabrina was just witty and would use it as a, a joke and sarcasm. And, you know, that's fine. And that's the way to handle it. But you didn't see anyone say, oh, I want to be just like Sabrina. No. It's only the ones that have a problem, that self-diagnose themselves, that want to be uh, somebody that they're not. Which I understand. You know, to an extent, I'll play devil's advocate, and, and I will say... Everybody needs a hero. Everybody needs someone to look up to, whether it's a sports figure, a wrestler, um, a entertainer, a musician, a 
comic book artist, whatever you're into, I, I hope you do have a hero, and I hope you do have somebody that you or your kids can look up to, but we're looking up to the wrong people. We're feeling sorry for Ted Bundy just because, you know, a, a hot actor played him. We're, we're feeling sorry for Dahmer for the same reason. We liked that actor, so now all of a sudden everyone relates to Dahmer. Um, I just don't understand the need to pick out the bad models. And it's just, it's all emo. Everything is emo. That whole wave of things that happened when guitar solo stopped and hairspray went away in music, all of a sudden created this world of depressed junkies that actually thrive and look for depression because they enjoy being depressed. And, and they want that that feeling of mopiness to coddle and cradle them into their uh, little black world of nothingness. It's sad. And you know these people would love to be happy. I mean, fuck, if you got uh, Wednesday a electric guillotine chair with scorpion ch- uh, seats, I mean, like, she, she, that bitch would crack a smile. You just gotta know how to, you know, break them. It's like breaking a damn horse. Which will be the next segment. After I go eat some of my mama's meatloaf. That's right. That's right. We're headed up to mama's house getting some meatloaf. Uh, I'll take uh, extras and leftovers any day. Alright, I'll get back at you. Well, I'm stuffed as usual. You know, complaining about women. The one you don't complain about is mom, obviously. Even though she can be a little protective and you know, nosy sometimes, but that's just what moms do. Uh, yeah, I went and, uh, was just supposed to be, uh, meatloaf and potatoes. She said it wasn't going to be a big production, and of course, you know, that's not the truth. Ended up having, uh, you know, the corn and gravy and the mashed potatoes and the vegetables, a spice cake and salad and all that good stuff. So, yeah, I'm stuffed. And it wasn't even Thanksgiving, but... So, on to Beth. Good God. You know, it's scary that these women are picking people like Beth as their role model. Because let me tell you, I've dated country girls, I've dated horse girls, and if you watch Yellowstone, uh, they make fun of and tease about the barrel racers, and let me tell you, they're all true. They all act like that. They're crazy fucking women, and they're manipulative. They want to be one of the dudes, but treated like a girl, and then they'll ride you like a bucking bronco and fuck the shit out of you. Uh, part of the allure, but also the drawback at the same time. Um, you know, Beth is just, I, I hate her guts. And everyone's like, well, you just got to listen to her story. No, there's no excuse for the way you were. I'm sorry you weren't loved. I'm sorry you watched your mom die. Sorry you uh, had a botched abortion and you uh, had a, a somewhat hysterectomy where you couldn't be a mom because thank God you can't breed. I mean, geez, I know Beth's story and I don't give a fuck. There's no excuse for being a shitty human being to people. And every season has the exact same storyline with Beth. She gets fired, gets a new job, goes to a bar, emasculates a couple of dudes beats up some people, and then now she's on a kick of uh, beating up women. 
Somebody flirted with her man, so she's gonna beat that bitch up. Well, good, she went to jail. Somebody, uh, like, I don't know, she hates everyone that her dad tries to date, so she beats them up, she freaks out, she's always, she's fucking, you know, and, and I'm not saying these things don't happen, because they do, uh, they are exaggerated, obviously, you know, you can't kill people and throw them off a cliff, and, you know, send them to the train station as, as the show goes, uh, but as far as, like, driving to the bar, drunk with a beer in the car, and picking fights, having a cowboy brawl and a knockdown drag out, all that shit's true. All of it is. And the women get just as involved. I mean, working in that cowboy biker bar was such an eye-opening experience and toughened me up, at least, uh, opened up my spider senses on shit, because now I can almost feel when something's coming. But it's brutal and I don't know why it's celebrated but you know the Yellowstone's interesting I think if I didn't have anything else to watch I wouldn't have watched it but it reminds me of Sons of Anarchy but in Sons of Anarchy the guys give each other shit and it's all good they bro it out and then uh, they go back to normal it seems like they're constantly in Yellowstone just picking on people and being mean and not even trying to make men out of them. They're just being mean. Uh, they've adopted like an orphan and they're just mean to him, make him sleeping in a barn and they're trying to toughen him up and he's a little bit of a brat, but instead of trying to work him through it, they're like uh, just cussing him out, telling him that he's not wanted and that he's a pet. I mean, it's fucking child abuse. And I, I don't like seeing that stuff. I don't know why it's celebrated. And this is somebody that Beth is supposed to be raising. And so I, I see things on Facebook where everyone's in love with Rip. But now tell me what's wrong with this situation in such an inclusive community these days where everybody's trying to be as uh, supportive of causes and things as possible. The, the meme or the picture shows Beth and Rip, the, the cowboy problem solver, standing next to each other. And the tagline's saying... Nobody in their right mind ever wanted a sort of chubby, beardless ginger kid. Okay, well, that's like three offensive things right there, but do we talk about that? No. Um, I guess Rip was actually a, a red-headed, curly-haired kid, and they dyed his hair black and made him grow a little bit of a cowboy beard, and uh, now he's this tough guy that everybody likes. Okay, well... I hate to tell you this, you've just fallen into the uh, uh, Cowboys and Indians show with good guys and bad guys where the black hat is the bad guy and the white, white hat is the good guy. I'm sorry, but you've fallen for that trap again. But they're saying nobody wanted this guy as he was until he became a badass. And not only that, he is every woman's dream guy because he lets his woman be crazy doesn't correct her in public, politely corrects her at home, and tries to tell her what she did wrong, and just lets her get her crazy out. And I'm sitting there looking at all the women that are sharing this, they're like, that's right, God, I wish I could find a man like that. Well, bitch, you can't find a man like that, because you done let your crazy out too many goddamn times, and no one wants to put up with your crazy. I mean, is it that simple? Are, are we not thinking? Like... There's no reason to be crazy. 
There's no excuse. There's absolutely zero. I'm sorry that you bleed once a month. I'm sorry that you need Motrin. I'm sorry that your birth control makes you calcium deficient and you need caramel chews to keep your bones intact. Like, I don't give a fuck. We all have something. We all have trauma, and yeah, it sucks, and I'm sorry you have to go through that every single month, but that does not allow you to be an absolute twat waffle for no goddamn reason. And if it is the case that you just get terrible mood swings and you can't control yourself, then go away for a weekend. Go away for a week until you get it done, because generally when I'm in a relationship with somebody and it's that time of the month and they go through you know, hormonal changes like that, Generally, they're a bitch and then want to fuck the shit out of you in the shower or throw the towel down on the bed. Beth isn't using that time of the month as an excuse. Beth is just a bitch 24-7. You could say, oh, your dress looks pretty. Well, you're just misogynistic asshole that's talking to me about something as a trope for men because blah, blah, blah. And she's got to have this long fucking dialogue about how you shouldn't have said her dress was pretty. Okay, bitch. Ugly as fuck with the cleft lip looking shit. Like, come on. We just won't talk to you. And then she's got to analyze everybody. And then her, her childhood was terrible. Well, it's because you were a slut. Because you treated Riff like shit when you were a kid. And now she's sorry for it. Now she's softening up. Now she's realizing that she probably shouldn't have slept with people in front of him. And made him feel like shit. I don't know why dudes are forgiving. I don't know why men just go, ah, that's just how she is. No, there's no excuse for that. I would rather be alone than have to go home to somebody that's a fucking Tasmanian devil and you don't know which flip is, which switch is flipped for that day. Like, that is not my prerogative. I mean, I don't get those days. Men, do we have anyone on our uh, admiration list where we can point to that person and go, what? I just kill people on the weekends because I watch 007 and that's my excuse for how I am. Shut the front door. No, we don't get to do that. Oh, I treated this woman like crap because I watch Archer and he's my role model. No, can't do that either. Uh, I, I just don't understand all these women and maybe it's because I'm in Nevada and they all wish they were country bumpkins and in the South, even though technically we are in the South, they are the farthest from country bumpkins. They just listen to Miranda Lambert and wish they could take a baseball bat to the fucking headlights. Uh, and you go to jail for that shit. Same thing with guys that posture. All these people acting like badasses saying they're going to do this, they're going to do that. All that shit, shit you'd have gone to jail for if uh, you do that stuff in real life. But no, they think it's cool because it's on a TV show. And you know a tenth of the millions of people watching this show are going to try and act like these characters that they're seeing on TV. And so now we've inspired more women to be strong, brawless sluts that can use this as an excuse to do whatever the fuck they want and get away with it because Beth has given them an idol to look up to. Well, I can, you know, there, there are, there was one moment that I actually agreed with Beth. It was a moment where a, a douchebag walks in with a pretty girl up to the bar and she's like, oh, I got to use the bathroom. And he's like, no, give me a beer first. I got to go first. And then walks away. And Beth chews into the girl telling her that she's a, you know, a weak ass pussy for letting him do that. And then that woman stands up for herself. 
you know, that, and that's exactly the way it should be. You know, I, I'm not saying women need to be submissive and uh, do what their man's bidding is, but you can't be, you just, you can't act like Beth does in every other situation. Standing up for yourself is one thing. Uh, being a strong woman that, for uh, children to look up to is another thing. There's nothing wrong with any of that. My problem and what I'm saying I can't stand is that for no reason, a guy just walks up to her in a bar, tries to buy a drink, and she's like, let me guess, you're the yuppie type that buys women drinks because you're on a vacation away from your wife and you think you could get in their pants and just going off and just ripping the guy a new one just for trying to flirt with a woman that went to a bar by herself. Now, what that's doing is it's also making dating difficult because I don't give a fuck and I'll do these things and I'll rip them a new one if they try and act like that shit. However, now it's making it so hard to date that a lot of guys now are afraid to talk to women and if you go to a bar and see one sitting by themselves, first of all, you got to wonder if they're a dude and their dick's bigger than yours or if uh, they're a lesbian or... If the, I mean, there's all these things you got to run through your head before you buy a woman a drink at a bar and, and try and be uh, a, a, a guy, you know, uh, and court somebody. Like, you just, you can't do that shit anymore. I remember one time I got called out because, uh, you know, I was a little drunk, having fun, and uh, I, I did the nod to the bartender towards a pretty girl at the end of the bar, you know, buy her a drink. And then uh, she comes over with another chick, it's like, just so you know, I'm, uh, this is my wife, and I was like, cool, I'll buy her one too, okay, cool, I was just trying to do a nice thing, I had an open tab, fucking beers are $15 in this place, but I get them for a dollar, so I was just trying to be nice, but hey, I shoot my shot, and it didn't work, cool, we both move on, but Beth would have gone over, kneed the guy in the nuts, slammed his head up against the fucking bar, chewed him out, told his wife on him, all I'm just fucking like, God, I hate that bitch. I've never hated someone more in television than I have uh, that Beth character. And it's funny because, you know, then I mentioned the Barrel Girls. When I worked at that biker bar, um, we would attract all the country girls that would come in. We called them buckle bunnies because they only liked the rodeo guys, but they also had a thing for bikers and bouncers and they just wanted to live out those fantasies. And I know some of you already know my stories with that, so I don't need to reiterate the entire thing. But basically, uh, I was on a horse girl kick for a while where all I was dating was like the rodeo queens, the barrel racers and whatnot. And one of them actually made me get on a damn horse and ride it down the street. Imagine being on Fremont and seeing my giant ass on a fucking blonde horse and riding down fucking Third Street, like, that that had to be some scary-ass shit because I was scared. I don't like things that are bigger than me, especially if they're animals. I'm And I got on top of this thing and rode it. I mean, okay, I know you're laughing because most of my dates could be described the exact same way, but... Uh, yeah, I'm not going to let them get on top of me and break a hip with snoo snoo. Like, I'd rather be the one to token bloke and uh, get the fuck out of there, you know? But, uh, geez, yeah. These barrel racers are fucking nuts because they think it's funny to get their dudes in a fight. They love the yeehaw moments. Uh, they 
are tough as shit. They'll ride the fuck out of you, but generally they got a boyfriend or three and they want you all to fight over them. It's like, no, there's three more of you where that came from. Who's to say I don't have three on the side? You know, fair is fair. But what made me mad, besides Beth, was there's this kid, another male character that's picked on that uh, everyone is teasing and saying he's not going to amount to nothing. Finally found something that he's good at and uh, riding bucking broncos. And he gets injured, and they say, don't ever do that again, because you get injured, you'll be paralyzed now. And this fucking buckle bunny convinces him to get back on the horse. She's like, I like the man you were going to be, not the man you become. You're a wuss now. If you don't get back on that horse, I'm leaving you. So he gets back on the horse, and guess what? He gets bucked off, and he gets paralyzed. And I'm like, that fucking bitch. That's her fault for goading him into doing something. Yeah, he could have been a stronger person and said no, but that's generally not how that works. You want to impress your girl. It's the old hunter-gatherer bullshit, whether you want to believe that it's uh, still a thing or not. And he wanted to impress a girl with his masculinity so that he would have a, a hot girlfriend. And he gets injured for it. And, you know, luckily he got rid of that bitch found someone else that liked him for who he was, and then he was able to ride again safely and, and lead a different lifestyle. So, you know, that's good because she was supportive of who he was at that moment, not who he could be. But all these buckle bunnies would see me getting in fights with cowboys, dragging their asses out the front door, and, you know, drinking and fighting and cussing and doing all this shit at work in a biker bar. And then... They'd come home, fuck the shit out of me, turn on a light and see 10,000 action figures. And it was like they just got kidnapped and abducted or something. The, I mean, the look on their face was like, what the fuck did I just walk into? I was like, oh, by the way, I'm a nerd. You might think that I am this, like, biker, Viking, cowboy wannabe bullshit redneck. And I'm not. I draw cartoons and make action figures for a living. And this is my uh, collection. And some of them don't care, but others are like, why do you have all this shit? Well, I don't know, bitch. Why do you have a $100,000 animal that sits outside all day that you ride once a week? Well, I don't know. We all got our things we blow our money on that keeps us happy, so why not just let it be? But no, all these women are aspiring to be that type. I mean, you know, I, I am not a, a, a fan or a proponent or, or saying that anyone should suffer domestic violence so yeah stand up for yourself and do your thing but because you went through that does not mean that you have to fault every other guy for a situation in your past it's in your past for a fucking reason and rip is a, a role model for guys because he does things that i can't do yeah he's the uh the enforcer and the finisher yeah, I'm used to shit like that. Yeah, he's the problem solver and he'll take care of shit. But he does something I can't do and that's forgive. And again, we're talking a fictional character here. But he's really good at forgiving and forgetting the past and moving on. And he's only concerned about what's in his future and how he can make his family survive. That's a good man. That's a good role model. Uh, you don't see all the guys saying, man, I want to be like Rip because they know they're going to end up with a bitch like Beth. So, yeah, very, uh, very weird, weird couple going on there.
and then you know the problem with the buckle bunnies is they're fun they're, they're not keepers they're pretty and the they take care of themselves and fuck the shit out of you everything's good but they're not keepers so neither one of those options are good and obviously you know Wednesday isn't a good keeper either uh, so so far all the people that we've talked about are not keepers and you wonder why guys tend to try and find a woman that's like their mom or or something like that because they like that nurturing comforting person in their life and so the other person which I, I didn't mention but but I should is uh, Casey Anthony I started watching that show too and at first mention of her name I even talked to my mom about it she's like I hate her she was uh, she killed her kid and she should rot in prison for the rest of her life for that and I was like why well because she killed her kid how do you know that well I heard it on the news okay uh, why do you have these emotions is because uh, the news told you to have those emotions and that's not good if you watch it there should be a lot of things that pop out it's on peacock which is the one of the most hilarious words i think i've ever heard in my entire life it's like having a, a sneeze nose for the name of the thing on your face that you snot out of like uh all right let me get butthole farts out like it's peacock fucking stupid anyway um she basically the short of her story is she's blaming it on her dad now and that the dad killed the kid or the kid drowned in the pool and they tried to bag her and you know tag her and and, and hide her out in the woods so that she'd never be found again and it backfired and uh it just now you're seeing the emotion now you're seeing what casey anthony went through and she explains away well look at all the party pics well she was a, a promoter girl she had to go to these parters parties as a job and you never see a drink in her hand well what about the tattoo carpe diem she said that was a slap in the face to uh, uh, her family who had pretty much abused her her brother and her dad uh, both used to sneak in her bedroom as a kid and crawl in the bed and start feeling her up and everything I mean that shit that'll mess with you and then somehow you get brainwashed to where you just do whatever your parents tell you and she believes it's happy daddy daughter time and then what are you going to do when you find out the kid's gone and who killed the kid or whatever happened whether it was an accident or not uh you're just gonna the dad was a cop and told her not to say anything not to have emotion just leave it alone and by the time they do find anything it'll wash away it'll clear itself or whatever and uh now she's telling her story and she's like, I spent three years in prison. Nobody believed me. They didn't understand that I was being told what to do, that none of this was my decision. And you actually get to see real emotion. And it's it's pretty heartbreaking. I mean, you know, you don't know how much of that's true now or, or what's going on, but uh, I have a different perspective on it now because the main thing I took from that is the media went on her MySpace and found pictures and things that she was saying privately 
and it was basically the first social media trial, and they were using it against her. So where she would say things like, uh, I can't come up to the party because I've got a kid. Well, who hasn't said stuff like that? Or, uh, I'm so sick of having a kid now because uh, I'm just so tired. Well, people vent and people say things like that. You don't mean it, but, uh, you know, it's they were using it against her because all they saw were pictures of her promotion and her out at parties and then comments she was saying about how she didn't want to be a parent and how she was too young. And now that she's older, she can explain these things and people will actually listen. But they still have the same opinions. Just like my mom. You mentioned the name. I hate that bitch. I hope she rots in hell for the rest of her life. Well, maybe she didn't do it. She wasn't found guilty. There wasn't enough evidence to convict her. So, yeah. I don't know. And so, the last little thing that I could talk about here before I head home is uh, we had a friend commit suicide. Some of you may have seen uh, my, my post on Facebook about it. Um, guys, we, we got to talk to each other. We, we got to talk to, uh, uh, you know, anybody and everyone whenever we're down and people don't understand that it feels like we can't talk to anyone when it comes to our feelings. You remember the Will Smith meme? And I, and I did a big uh, podcast on this, but I'm just reminding you because, I, you know, we laughed at Will Smith crying because it was hilarious and we made memes out of it. And everyone that shared it should feel bad now because one of my friends, uh, one of our regulars at the bar just committed suicide um, because he felt like he had no one to talk to. And we didn't know. He was always the strong macho guy that made everybody else laugh, that uh, loved horror movies at Slipknot and ranch dressing and wanted to live the good life. He had lots of friends, lots of female friends, and they're all sitting there wondering. They're like, my God, he never said anything. How would we have known? What could we have done that would have made it better? You know, and everyone's trying to rack their brain trying to figure out what they could have done. And... I'm telling you, there's nothing we can do. They don't understand it. And, you know, I, I said it better on my, my post, but basically the idea is if we let our emotions out or if we cry, we get teased and we get made fun of. If we confide in somebody who isn't a, a mother or a parent or a girlfriend or a wife, we start bonding with them and then you know, being the dumb guys that we are, even if we do have that close female friend, you've got things that are close with them and they with you than you do with your partners or whatnot. And eventually at some point it's just going to happen where you cross over with feelings. I've done it. I'm pretty sure everybody's done it and we've learned not to do it again if you have done it. So it's, it's one of those things like, where do you go? And I made a joke like, you know, just be that friends with benefits or be that person that uh, will listen or whatnot. But all these women are like, what could we have done? I don't know. We will never talk about our feelings because nobody cares about men's feelings. Nobody cares that we cry, that we have bad days, that we worry about making enough money to feed our dogs or to take care of each other. We've all had those feelings. 
but we have to man up as we were bred to do so and raised to do so and just be the one there for everyone else but who's i mean and the, you know again I'll, I'll i'll put this out for everyone this isn't just limited to guys there are single moms out there that raise kids and wonder how they're going to survive and they have breakdown moments and they freak out and whether or not they're going to be able to afford things or afford a good Christmas. And it's just, it's a shitty world and a shitty time of year. And the only thing I can say is just be as good of a human as you possibly can and uh, try and be nice to someone. Like genuinely be nice. And not only that, like give longer hugs. Don't just knuckle bump anymore like we're over covid get back into hugging bro hug somebody take a take a deep breath i, I will I'll, i will bro hug and three second hug a dude i do not care i need it just as much as anybody else doesn't mean i want to suck your dick i just you know hugging is a nice release and parents know that dog owners know that cat owners probably have no idea what the fuck i'm talking about right now but uh just grab something you love or a friend and just hold them tight. Like my buddy came in from Florida and it was awkward. Like he damn near picked me up and wouldn't let me go for a good 10 seconds. And he just, he held me and gave me the strongest bear hug. And then I was like, oh, whoa, damn, you know what? Thank you. That, that felt great. Damn, it was good to see you. Like it was it was great. And, it, and it's, it's, it's not a gay thing. It, it's not, uh, you like somebody cause you could do it to your female friends or to anyone like hugs are really nice. They're really good. And, and I don't think I get them enough. I don't give them enough. And I think, honestly, and this is the, the softest, weirdest thing I could probably ever say, is I honestly think uh, the answer to the world's problems is probably we don't hug each other enough. And I don't know if we could have hugged our buddy Burke and just never let go. I don't know why he chose to let go. We don't know his reasons. Everybody's got demons. I can't uh, fault him for what he did. And, uh, you know, I, I hope he's at peace. I, I, I hope he's, he's finally at peace. So not to end on a sour note, but, um, that's that. I, I just think we could do better to be good human beings and not have these role models. And women need to not look up, uh, to people that they think is funny to emasculate men and rip them a new one and then act like a complete bitch for no reason. I think we could all do better. I really do. Stay safe and sane, and uh, I'll catch you on the flip side.